0: welcome to another episode of the DFWTO podcast. I'm your host Casper and I'm your host Becky Grimlin here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays because Wednesdays are for podcasts and we are back. I was sick last week y'all these We're temperatures back. here are wilding.
1: Um so you know Ohio be doing what Ohio be doing. Actually, you know what? It's not just Ohio. Apparently everywhere. There's fucking, like, people are stuck in the Sierra Nevada mountains. Like, in Cali- California. California? I can't say California.
0: California! <laughs>
1: the weather has been crazy everywhere. But uh, just for whatever reason around here, we have, I guess, being in that part of the Midwest, we're getting hit with a little bit of everything. And this is always a really crazy time A of little here anyway. bit
0: of everything all of the time. It was in
1: the <laughs> 70s. On Monday, mm-hmm. I was at the park mm-hmm. with a T-shirt on. I was Today, wearing shorts. I had a sweater and a coat on because it was only like forty degrees. So that just and apparently we're gonna get snow at some point next week. So
0: I don't know. I I was like, by the time this is all said and done, we're gonna have a snow NATO. More than likely, <laughs> likely yes. <laughs> Dun, 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 dun. Wasn't that a, wasn't that a sci-fi movie? Snow Nato was that was that was it? it? <laughs> if it was, you wasn't guys let me, us. You
1: guys let us know because they pretty much found a way to make a movie out of everything. So I I wouldn't doubt it. Sci-fi found a way.
0: They really life did. Finds a way, and I I wasn't hating it. So so before we get into the episode tonight, guys, we're gonna be talking, and I'm sure. If you are anybody who knows or watches anything of the news at all, uh, the Murdoch family has been talked about quite a bit, especially Alex. Um, You might not have... I know a lot of people might not have heard about what went on prior, but it was pretty everywhere. I remember thinking about it vaguely when they were talking about his verdict. Uh, They actually reached a verdict. So we figured right now would actually be a good time to bring this up. Um, We are definitely going to...
1: Talk about the Veliska Axe murders. That yes. is not that is not gone away. That is still going to be a topic uh that we definitely want to talk about. But like yes. since this is literally breaking, like just happened that Alex Murdoch was ultimately found guilty. Um, I was like, Okay, the Netflix special just came out. Mm-hmm. This is fresh on everybody's minds. Let's talk about this now. Because it isn't just his case, it's the same it's just the family. Family. Um so if anybody did get a chance to watch there was also um I believe it was on Discovery, Discovery Plus, Plus was one of the first places that I saw it, one of the first ones that I saw. And then um just recently Netflix came out with theirs. So the Netflix
0: one was very it, good. I really liked it. Um I really liked it a lot. But yeah, so we are gonna talk about the wild insaneness that is the Murdoch family. But before we get into that, I do wanna talk about I this, Oh yeah, there's a couple of Couple of things. Um, I am sorry I haven't been posting for the merch. I honestly would forget my brain if it wasn't in my head. Um so just to let you guys know and remember, um, until the end of April, we do have a 20% off sale going on. I just got my mm-hmm. uh Becky Gremlin the Becky Gremlin
1: uh Becky and Casper shirt, actually, that's got the amazing design on the front of it that uh that who uh that was uh beard beard uh marshy the beard marshy the (laughs) beard marshy the beard thank you so much again for that design i am so happy and the quality of the shirts are really really good it is
0: it's really nice i'm
1: so happy with it i can't wait to wear it to whorehounds coming up in a couple weeks Um, so I'm, I'm just excited to wear it, period, Mm -hmm. and wrap the podcast. We're so proud of this podcast and everything we put in it, into it over the years. So, um, yeah, guys, definitely. There's going to be more and more and more conventions coming up. And the more, you know, we're going to try to get involved in as many as we can time and money permitting, but, um, show your support to everyone that you go to. And, you know, people just come up and ask you, what's that? You know, you're already at a horror convention, why not exactly. Let them know
0: about a new horror podcast. Um, so I just wanted to let you guys to remember: spring twenty is the code to get twenty percent off. Uh, check them out. It's really cool shit. Um, like Becky said, we have the Becky and Casper shirts that are really fucking cool. We have the um, the Wednesday shirts that would be great to rep Wednesday right now because Wednesday's still a big thing going on at the moment, uh, especially General Ortega right now because you know Scream comes out tomorrow, but. um... Which i still didn't buy a ticket for still to... wild <laughs> um but yeah so i just wanted to remind you guys about that um i am going to post about it this weekend just because i have it in my head and i'm gonna schedule myself to do it and re- put put an alarm on my phone so i will be posting that um it is pinned on the um on the twitter page as well and then if you just look up it's basically the fwto podcast.spring or.com er, like something to that effect. But this the link is there. So if you guys want to check that out, it would be awesome. Also, just like Becky said, Horror Hound is in a couple weeks. They did some really big announcements today. Um, Jack Osborne is going to be there. And we both kind of just kind of lost our minds for a moment. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. Mostly yeah, to because to say the least. Mostly because like, yeah, obviously we're big Aussie fans. That's goes without saying but like portals to hell and like actually like jack is a person i don't know if you guys really have followed this family as much as you probably followed ozzy because guys i'm i'm the same age as them Mm
1: -hmm. i grew up with watching the osbornes on mtv uh i i feel like i've grown up with that family and i absolutely adore ozzy i love love sharon i love kelly i love I love them all. I love Jack. I love that entire family. And I just, I root for them every chance I get because they have been through hell and back. The whole family has, especially Ozzy. And guys, keep Ozzy in your prayers. Pray for Ozzy. Pray for that whole family, but pray for Ozzy hard. That, you know, he's just recently canceled his tour. I think
0: his touring days are over. Um, I honestly don't think he's gonna be around much longer and I don't I hate saying that because I fucking love that then man. I want him
1: to enjoy then he needs to just and enjoy exactly. his grandbabies don't, and be with his kids don't tour just
0: be with your family just be grandpa ozzy just be grandpa Ozzie. how fucking awesome is that though just grandpa that's Ozzie so cute just... <laughs> <be a> <laughs> I football. love it I just that just I love it just be a grandpa just sing lullabies to your babies that's it that's all that's you gotta it. do that's all you gotta do um, but yeah, so Horror Hound is coming. Mama, I c- can you imagine him singing my mom coming home to the kids? I'm gonna a, cry. Don't you I'm don't sorry. I know home. I'm gonna cry <laughs> We've gonna crying
1: today. Anyway. Can they just enough- not we've done enough
0: crying. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um they did crying. if you if any of you guys are actually interested in thinking about going to Horror Hound, they did today just announce that Matthew Lillard and Skeet Ulrich are gonna be there again. Uh they are yeah, trying this year. year. They were Oh my God! Their line, I think, the entire weekend. It was and about I six hours. Sunday was nuts. I was very blessed and lucky to have met both of them within two hours, um, because I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that I had an um, an early access pass, so I got in an hour before everybody else, and Skeet was early. Bless him. He was early. So I was like, I'm going to go into his line and meet him and then wait for Matthew. So that's kind of what happened. But um, I really hope that maybe, you know, this year, I think part of me thinks that they're coming back because of the fact that there were just so many people last year. Maybe they had to cut the line at one point and they didn't get to meet everybody. They both canceled their flights last year to stay longer so they could meet more people. They both just seem like very wholesome I mean, Matthew, obviously. I mean, if you've ever heard anything about him, he's literally a god. But, like, they're both super sweet guys. They obviously care about their fans. And it's just very cool to see. So, you know, Horror Hound's a great experience. Go for the atmosphere. Don't go for a single person. But go for the atmosphere. And it's really cool to meet some people that, you know, you've either grown up with, you look up to, you um, it's a very cool experience. So anyway, I just I just to... think it's cool that uh, it, it can be
1: so many different. Uh, it's it could just be like a fan. It can really be like a family experience because there'll mm-hmm. be so many different people there from so many different genres and uh, types of horror that, um, you know, you could bring your kids. You could go grant, you know, grandparents can go like it, it could be like a real family thing.
0: And they've built on a bigger part to the convention center, thank fucking God. I hope well, that's done. Well, and conventions done, are just fun anyway. I mean, the, the, they the, are. the
1: costumes are insane. Like, the cosplays are, are, are really, really cool. People put so much time and dedication to those. And um, you get a lot of really great independent vendors that make their own merchandise. And you get mm-hmm. to see a lot of really cool, one-of-a-kind things. And, yeah, it's really cool. It's just, conventions in themselves are just a really
0: cool experience. Also, i meant to tell you this is random, but Christina Ricci is going to be at Comic Expo this Aww. year. It's a semi-comic expo. <clears throat> All right, guys. Well, it's time to... Was Did you have anything else before we get um, into
1: it? Really quick, too, guys. I don't know if anybody uh, recently has been on the, uh, I guess, the the paranormal side of TikTok. Uh, I stumbled upon that today somehow. <laughs> I don't even know. I hadn't been on TikTok in 8,000 years and... <laughs> Just decided it was it was doing it like it was time it was perfect um in the last few days nick groff who was formerly on ghost adventures who uh still does a lot of different um still goes around and investigates still does a lot of conventions does things with his wife a lot of investigations Um, had his own separate shows like Paranormal Lockdown and I think Ghost of Shepherdstown was another one. Something like that. They're all on Discovery Plus now. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know what's going on. Nobody seems to know what's going on. He's been posting some really cryptic stuff and then basically yesterday said that he is uh, now ready to talk and now ready to say a lot of things that fans have wanted to know over the years and everybody is pointing the finger at Zach Bagans. And Baggins, whatever the hell his stupid name is. So um, you guys have also heard us mention Destination Fear quite a number of times. We both absolutely are rooting for that show. Dakota Layton is uh, basically the host, the main guy on the show. He was formerly a cameraman on Ghost Adventures back in the day. And even he has come out and said that the future of Destination Fear is up in the air. He's saying Zach doesn't have anything to do with it, but that him and Zach are not cool at all. Um, so there's just a lot going on in the paranormal world, guys. If you are into these shows as much as we are, we freaking love these shows. Even if even if you don't even believe in any of them, they're just fun to watch. And uh, I believe in them, not Zach. But anyway, like... There's just been a lot. And there's been so many people in comments going like, people that have been on episodes of Ghost Adventures that have flat out said that Zach has asked them to fake stuff, to lie about stuff. So that makes me wonder about a lot of old episodes, how much of that was real. Um, That he's just flat out an asshole. And I don't know, never sat right with me the way Nick left and how it was portrayed, how he left. And um I'm more than ready. So, if any of you, I'm I'm not on Twitter. Our, uh, I'm not personally, but our podcast pages. But if any of you are and you follow Nick, and uh, you know I'm gonna be following this because I know TikTok is gonna be all over it. Um, so we'll keep you guys posted. But I just checked the just page. Some, there's there's just some yet. wild, wild stuff going on. So I'm I'm I I'm expecting like... in the next couple of weeks there's
0: gonna be a lot coming out. I feel like the Bagel Bites Empire is about to fall and the only thing that makes me sad is Aaron. I could give a shit. I'm going to be honest. I could give a shit about any of those people on Ghost Adventures besides him. Aaron is the true empath. And Aaron is actually said like how nice he is. A good person. Why is Aaron still on the show? I don't know. I feel like it's either because Zach has something on him either a contract, something to do with money. Um Aaron has started to seem different as well. He almost seems like he doesn't enjoy it as much as he used to. I don't know what it is. Something just seems off. And what pisses me off is how Zach always makes Aaron do absolutely everything. And Aaron has started, like, there's been a couple episodes as of late I watched, like, a couple newer episodes. I don't watch it religiously anymore. I can't stand that. But there's been a couple episodes as of late where Aaron has actually stood up for himself. Where he's like, no, I'm not doing it. And you, like, and they almost get in a fight about it. And I'm or like. they try to make it
1: comical.
0: And it, yeah. it
1: comes out extremely awkward and weird. Mm-hmm. That's how it comes out.
0: Yeah so i'm very curious to see what nick has to say um i kind of hope maybe um what is his name destination fear
1: oh uh dakota
0: thank you i kind of want to say justin lang and i'm like no (laughs) uh dakota almost there (laughs) dakota says something too because he seems to be hitting you know i feel like maybe after nick comes forward it's probably going to be like this avalanche of just people talking about this and all of us that have watched ghost adventures and has stopped recently are going to be like yeah we knew."
1: well and you know what's crazy is like if you go on discovery plus and on the app and just like put in the search bar ghost adventures there's so many incarnations of that show Mm -hmm. and i really at the time when it was on cable and it was on travel channel it pretty much pulled travel channel nobody was watching travel channel and that show boosted the ratings through the roof so there's a lot of money involved i'm sure that's part of it it's kind of zach has sort of built himself this little empire around this show and every incarnation of it and his museum and all this other stuff and it's just gotten really wild and really crazy and i'm i'm here for it though i want to know i want to know what's going on i think And I think people that I I appreciate uh, Nick even speaking out about this for the fans because if Zach's been lying, and that's been on episodes and you know that affects a huge part of that fan base. I mean I've been I I like Casper mentioned I haven't watched the show any any time it's ever been on now. It's been a long time since it's been on, but it was either in the background or to make fun of, but. I was one of the, I mean, I was from the, from the start. Mm-hmm. I was a diehard. I remember though, starting it. Watcher. I remember
0: and, watching it when it was brand spanking oh yeah, new. From, from the first episode on. Like, I have um, seen every single episode until this last season. Every single episode. And you know what's interesting, too? I even
1: remember going back to some of those, maybe around, not so much in, like, the first season, but maybe second, third, probably more in the third season. Where you could see this dynamic where Nick really wanted to be more in the forefront and Zach just was not having it. It's mm-hmm. Nick being more of a leading guy. He just... He wasn't going to have it. I picked up on that dynamic. Oh, yeah. That body language real It quick was the
0: awkwardness you and you could feel yeah. the tension, too. Yeah. So... I can't wait to hear what he says. I can't I, wait. I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for this drama. Yeah. Because
1: I'm, I'm... He... He's a dickhead. I'm just, I'm he ready is. to see it go down. <laughs> I I really am. I personally am. I think, I think a lot of people that have been fans from the start, like we have. Yeah. Yeah. We're ready for it. Well,
0: it's at the point now where everything's demons. He's incredibly disrespectful to the spirits. He always has to provoke. He overdramat. like he'll hear a knock and be like, his name is Brandon. like, I, you calm the fuck down. And it's like you watch Ghost Hunters and they wouldn't have a lot of activity, but then Ghost Adventures had something every five seconds. Now, do I think the entire show is fake? No. I do think there are certain things that happened on that show that were actually real. But do I think everything was real? No. And I've never thought that. I've never thought that everything on that show was 100% real. But to actually go... I think th- they... I personally think they fake a
1: lot of EVPs. Yeah, I do too. I think they fake a lot of EVPs. There have been so... I can't even count how many episodes I've watched where they were like, this is what they said. And I'm like, I didn't fucking hear... What the fuck did you hear? And yeah. we, we both have heard actual EVPs even right in front of us that we were like, oh, that's exactly what they said. He'd be bullshitting like, he said I had a, He said a... With the knife, and you're like, dude, that is not what the fuck. Nobody heard that. <laughs> no, you no. nobody <laughs> heard that. So yeah, I think I I think there's been a lot of fuckery that's been going on for the last few years. Even with Zach's attitude, and I'm I'm glad it's being exposed, and it needs to be because there there's a lot of there's a lot more other credible shows out mm-hmm. there that are just and they're better to watch. They've got better chemistry. Watch watch, pay, watch uh. Watch Portals to Hell, watch Kindred Spirits, watch Destination Fear, watch
0: Ghost Bros, watch Ghost Hunters. In all reality, all of those shows, if you watch them, the chemistry that everybody has with each other makes the show a million times better. Oh, and guess what else? They collab with other people. I have never seen Zach collab with any. Nobody wants to collab with him.
1: (laughs) Why
0: would you want to put up with that attitude and that? And there's a lot of places in Portals to Hell that Jack and Katrina, whoa, that Jack and Katrina go to that Ghost Adventures have never been to. And I 100% guarantee, 100% guarantee, it's because they don't want Zach fucking with those spirits because they have said they're like, we don't, you know, they're either worried about the spirits or they're like, you know. We're trying to figure out what's going on and Jack and Katrina are like, we're the first people to be here. We'll try to do our best. We'll see what's going on. And they're just so much more genuine and they're so much sweeter and don't provoke the spirits. They actually just want to help them. And same with kindred spirits. And it's just the dynamic is so much different. And once I started going on to those shows And really walked away from Ghost Adventures, I was like, Ghost Adventures is about to hit its downfall. Something is going to happen. This show is not like it used to be at all. Because I think
1: it turned, I think maybe at one time where there was a passion to actually believe in this, I think it turned, I think it became more about the money and the fame and all of that and less about the actual experiences Mm -hmm. of these paranormal situations and things that are happening. I think it became way less about that and way more about the money.
0: And that does make sense. He seems like one of those people. Yeah. And he just buys all the, I don't know. I I just, but yeah, we will keep you guys informed of this drama. We're excited about it. We're excited to see what Nick has to say. And I'm going to be fully behind him. Because you know, I've we've asked the people at the Borden House how Zach was, and they said the way he is on TV is exactly how he is in real life. So, and, and I, I feel like that tells you all you need
1: to know. right right, right there. <laughs>
0: That's everything you need to know. All right, guys, so getting into the Murdoch family. Um first of all, the Murdoch family is a regional dynasty of American lawyers in the Low Country of South Carolina. They have prominent history in the area from 1920 to 2006 when three members of the family consecutively served as district attorneys in charge of prosecuting all criminal cases in the state's 14th Circuit Court, leading locals to call the five-county district the Murdoch country. Becky will explain that district a a little bit. Um, Randolph Murdoch Sr. founded the civil litigation firm that is now the Parker Law Group LLP in 1910 in Hampton, South Carolina which specializes in personal injury litigation. Richard Alex Murdoch and other members of the Murdoch family since 2014 have been the subject of multiple investigations involving wrongful death, murder, corruption, and other alleged crimes, including insurance fraud, defrauding clients, theft of insurance, payouts, and drug and alcohol-related charges. Oh, to be rich and white and South. It's my heritage. Tells you all you need to (laughs) know. In 2019, Alex's son, Paul, and some of his close friends were implicated in a fatal boating accident with later allegations of special treatment. In June 2021, Alex Murdoch shot and killed his wife, Maggie, and their son, Paul, on the grounds of how do you pronounce that? It's um, Moselle. 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 The Murdoch hunting estate. Alex was subsequently charged with their murders, and he was also accused of embezzlement from his law firm and resigned in September of 2021. After being incarcerated since October of 2021, Murdoch's murder trial began in January of 23. Murdoch was found guilty of murdering his wife and son the next day, March 2nd, 2023, was sentenced to life in prison twice over without the possibility of parole, which is literally what happened not even a week ago. Yeah, it was literally
1: six days ago. Um, So to give you guys a little bit of a background as far as the area in South Carolina where this happened... um, so, Hampton, South Carolina is uh, located in more of the southern tip of South Carolina. And that is why it is called the Low Country, because it is literally, if you look at a map of South Carolina, it's literally in the lowest part of South Carolina. Very marshy um, and just a lot, a lot of coastal waterways, a lot of farmland. Um, if you love fishing and love duck hunting, (laughs) it's going to (laughs) be the perfect place to live. Um, so what the 14th district was is that South Carolina, there, the state is actually divided, um, into what they call districts as far as, or circuits. And, um, I guess to compare where we live here in Ohio, uh, our state is divided into counties essentially. Um, so the 14th district of, or circuit of, um, South Carolina is that entire low country of South Carolina. So that whole area that they consider the low country, which is literally the lowest point of South Carolina is where the, uh, 14th district is. And Hampton is right, like right smack in the middle. Um, where the family is from. So that's just to give a little bit of background geographically. If uh, you know, cause I know we have listeners from all over or if they're just trying to get an idea of, of exactly where this is was I don't really know South Carolina that very well. I have a lot of fa- even living in the United States and I've been in North Carolina a number of times cause I have family there, but I, I wasn't really very familiar geographically with South Carolina myself. So um, it's a learning experience for me too. So that was just to give an idea of uh where all of this all of this took place and literally starting from eighteen eighty seven until recently with Alex is how long that family has pretty much legally in the court system has been running that whole town.
0: It's a long yeah. time.
1: Like I said, it's a be, a very to long rich time. to be rich and white in the South.
0: So going into the family law firm, uh, the Parker Law Group previously Peters Murdoch Parker oh, Sorry, I like was choking on my tongue. Peters Murdoch Parker L- El Roth and Derek specializes in personal injury lit- litigation. The firm built its success in the early 2000s due to a state law that made it easier for plaintiffs to forum shop. The law permitted South Carolina residents to file a suit in any country with which an out-of-state company owned property and conducted business, regardless of where an accident took place. In Hampton County, trial judges generally avoided transferring cases and plaintiffs' attorneys had a reputation for abusing subpoena power. This legal climate led to the 14th Circuit District being named the third worst judicial hellhole for defendants by the American Tort Reform Association. So basically what that means is that
1: so if you abuse subpoena power, that basically means that when you're subpoenaed, when you are summoned to go to court, like they would just flat out refuse. Um. Yeah, they they just... And then, of course, transferring cases, because if you were able in, in the state of South Carolina to file suit in any county for an out-of-state company, regardless of where the accident takes place, well, then that set more to, more of a precedence for you than it does for them. So, yeah, just, just crooked as hell. Just crooked as hell. And got away with
0: it for way too fucking long. Uh, because of... Their success in suing CSX Transportation, the county was known as a site of pilgrimage for those with personal injury lawsuits against railroads. Their offices became known locally as the house that CSX built. Due to the firm's activities doing business in Hampton County became became, became a legal liability, resulting in the county losing potential employers. Now, if anybody doesn't know what CSX is,
1: and oh god, we've got enough of this in the news, they are a freight railroad company
0: well, i too have been known to derail in ohio <laughs> i i think i did that <laughs> a few days
1: ago so uh
0: <laughs> i too have been i too have been a train wreck in ohio yeah yeah i was a few days ago <laughs> reforms <laughs> enacted in 2005 by both the state supreme court and general assembly changed south carolina's corporate venue law ending plaintiff's ability to easily form shop in hamilton county and then they changed... Hampton it. County. <laughs> Did I say Hamilton? Oh, my God. That's the county we're in. It's okay. <laughs> and <laughs> they changed the, their name to the Parker Law Group in 2022. Hampton. Well, that's probably because of Murdoch. They wanted to get his
1: name off of there as fast as they possibly could because he got fired from the law firm. Um. So now going into murders and legal issues surrounding the family... So this is, like, everything? This is literally (laughs) everything that pretty much the Netflix documentary covered. Mm -hmm. Um, Alex Murdoch and his associates are involved in a web of complex criminal charges and investigations with activities dating back to at least 2014.
0: And this is just what they know about. Yeah. (laughs) This is so far
1: what they know. (laughs) So the death of Stephen Smith. On July 8th, 2015, Stephen Smith, a 19-year-old nursing student at Orangeburg Calhoun Technical College, was found dead from blunt force trauma on a rural road in Hampton County. And the case ruled a hit and run with no suspects arrested. Now, I love the way they talked about this and the way they really went through it, not only on the Netflix documentary, but the one on Discovery Plus, that if someone is hit, this is, I'm, and please anybody keep this in mind. Even I realized it just from stuff I've watched over the years. If someone is hit by a car, and their shoes, if they're hit full force that it kills them and their shoes are still on, no. There was no other damage to his body. And his shoes were still on. No other damage except to his head and his face. That was it. Yeah, but the- No damage to his chest. There were no, there were also no, uh, there was no trail there were no skid, skid marks, marks. Nothing. Nothing. Literally, it looks like somebody beat him in the head and threw, just threw him out. So that, I have no idea. Well, rich and white in the South. Because otherwise, I would have no idea how they would how that would be ruled as a hit and run. But anyway, I said
0: there was a lot of people that were like, mm, that "There was no kind of sus.
1: There was no way. And then the Discovery Plus one talked about, too, mentioned that his sister had said they grew up he was really close to his house and they grew up walking those roads all the time. And he never would have walked down the middle of the road. He was not known to just be randomly walking down the middle of the road. He would have never done that. Um, Stephen Smith was openly gay and him and Buster, who was Alex Murdoch's older son, were high school classmates. Um, Witnesses interviewed as part of the original investigation, repeatedly and this was even mentioned on both documentaries repeatedly implicated that buster murdoch was involved in a relationship with stephen at best they do have proof that stephen smith was tutoring buster murdoch but so that that at least they can prove but everybody that was friends with stephen knew that him He even said, if you guys knew who I was involved with, it would destroy, it would bring this whole town down. Rich family in the South, and he's gay? Nah. Nah, we can't have that. No, can't have have that. that. So, Stephen's case ultimately did go cold. According to the Greenville News, which is a local newspaper in South Carolina, Rumors hinting at a cover-up and the possible involvement of one or more members of the Murdoch family began circulating around the Hampton County area soon after his death, and according to Beaufort County, also another paper in South Carolina, the island packet, the case reeked of insider interference. That was their quote. In June of 2021, the South Carolina Law Enforcement Division, SLED, they were mentioned a lot in that Netflix documentary Mm -hmm. because Murdoch's hated them, (laughs) reopened (laughs) the investigation into Smith's deaths based on evidence found while investigating the deaths of Paul and Maggie, Alex Murdoch's youngest son and wife, which also occurred in June of 2021, for which Alex was charged with murder. No charges as of yet, or indictments have been issued relating to Stevens' death. Um that case is just really sad. Mm-hmm. He was everybody described him as just being the sweetest kid and it just but there were many times that uh I think in the Netflix one it was Paul's girl ex-girlfriend that said that she even asked because they they were in the same classes, they they knew they even asked, she was one morning even asked Buster and Paul, like, did you guys have anything to do with this? And they, their dad laughed and they both said, why would we want to have anything to do with that mm-hmm. F-A-G horrible word? And uh, yeah, so that right there, um, the death of Gloria Satterfield on February 2nd, 2018. The Murdoch's longtime housekeeper, Gloria Satterfield, she was actually the housekeeper for the grandparents and then took over as housekeeper for Alec and Maggie and also was the uh, nanny for Buster and Paul. And actually, according to Paul and all of his friends, she basically raised Paul. She From what they
0: said, him. it seemed like Paul really cared about her. Right. Um.
1: She Which is suffered... shocking
0: because it didn't seem like he cared about much of anything. Anything he's,
1: uh, <laughs> she suffered a severe head injury when she fell down the front steps at the family's Moselle estate. And uh, you got to have some motherfucking money to have to have an estate and have a name for it. Like that is crazy. Every time I keep hearing about the Moselle estate, I'm like, boy, that's some money. Mm-hmm. If you can just, you don't have just a house. No, you got a house and land, and it's got a whole <laughs> fucking name lord (laughs) um the money this is crazy uh she died february 26 2018 of complications including a stroke it had been reported that it was a trip and fall actually it was reported that she tripped over the dogs Mm -hmm. um but no coroner was notified no autopsy was performed and the death certificate incongruously said that it was by she died by natural causes A coroner testified that describing her death on the death certificate as natural... Listen, improper at best. Dude, you could have picked a much better word than improper. How about fucking crazy? It's natural to... Okay. It's very natural to fall... Especially after you listen to that nine one one call, where they act like they don't give a fuck. They oh yeah, like they absolutely so not. They're so annoyed that this nine one one call. call They're like, why are you asking like, so why why many you questions? Stop asking us questions and just come out. Like, I'm asking questions. Can you get her
0: off our steps, please? That's literally what happened. I feel like, like she's they were like on. Can you just on, come can get this? You just
1: come get this off of our. We're steps? We're trying to get this away. Wow. It just after knowing this woman this many years. So Gloria's two sons were awarded an insurance settlement for the accidental <laughs> and or natural God love Wikipedia. I'm sorry, hold
0: on one second.
1: God love Wikipedia. For the accidental allegedly or
0: natural allegedly. It's so um, funny that it says accidental and natural. How is something accidental or, and or and or? It's just the and that's God love me. Wikipedia. There was no or. They're just like they're, there's an or here, but they're it trying wasn't just to, or. Yeah.
1: They're like and. We just, we, we're just, trying to cut them. <laughs> Just trying to be careful. <laughs> um so uh, but by 2021, they had not received any money. My dude, it's been three years. According to multiple indictments, Alex Murdoch, Chad Westendorf, and attorney Corey Corey Fleming, he's no longer an attorney, uh conspired to steal the Satterfield's four point three million dollar insurance policy settlement. The scam worked by diverting the insurance payout to Alex's bank account then not notifying the Satterfields that the insurance settlement had occurred. It involved forgery, Murdoch's law firm, and Palmetto State Bank. The Satterfield sons, represented by malpractice attorney Eric Bland, were ultimately able to recover more than $6.5 million during subsequent lawsuits. Thank God. I mean, it doesn't bring your, your mom back. I'd rather, you know, rather have my mom back, but, um, oh, wow. On September 15, 2021, authorities announced they had reopened Satterfield's 2018 death. And in June of 2022, authorities received permission to exhume her body to continue investigating her death. So There's I'm some sort of, shit I'm about sure to come out about all this. More about this at some point. Do you want me to do um, the next one? Um. Do you mind if I do this one? And no, then you go do go ahead. This one? Uh, only because this just, I don't know why for whatever reason, but this hit me so hard because that first episode, that first, uh, part, uh, there was a three, it was three part on mm-hmm. Netflix. And that first part talked all about Mallory and just interviewing, God, that boyfriend of hers, boy, did my That heart, was sad. My heart is absolutely broken for that kid. And he seems to be an when absolute he told, sweetheart. When he told his mom, "If she walked out of this water right now, I'd marry her. Mm-hmm. I'd take her and I'd marry." Her. I, thought, oh, hey, I know what it's like to love somebody that much. That is some that's some real deal shit. He right loved there. her. He, he really loved her. He loved this girl. Loved this girl. So in February of 2019, Alex's younger son, Paul Murdoch, the one that was murdered, was charged with three felonies following the death of teenager Mallory Beach in a boating accident. This was actually on February 24th at two o'clock in the morning when he was highly intoxicated. His blood alcohol level was 0.286, which means you should actually be black out. If you're almost a 0.3, you should be blacked out. Like that's wild. But if you watch the thing he had been dr- I mean, the, it was wild how much he had been drinking.
0: Which wasn't new. Um, to, to, they said he no. Was they said a heavy he, they drinker. said he had like
1: this nickname. This monster would come out. He was beating. He's beating the shit out of his girlfriend. Remember, he was hitting her and then hit her on the boat, and everybody saw it. And was like, Now this. They is...
0: knew. They kind of thought something was going on, but could never prove it. And then he did it in front of everybody, and everybody was like, "Yeah, you can't hide it from us now. Like we saw it."
1: Because it was basically, it was basically three. It was three guys. And three girls that were all good friends, and they were all dating each other. Mm -hmm. Uh, And two of the guys were cousins, like really, really close. Okay, that was Anthony and Connor. Yeah. Anthony was Mallory's boyfriend. Connor was dating Miley. Mm -hmm. uh, And Morgan was dating Paul Paul. Murdoch, Murdoch at the time um so it was they all went to school together all grew up together so it was three three girls three guys all friends um and paul's blood alcohol content was three times the legal limit and he was also underage at the time and used buster's id to buy Mm -hmm. alcohol because i mean they look identical look at that bright red hair that's all you had to see on the (laughs) id and you know so uh, and they do look i mean for brothers they do look almost identical so um paul was not so he uh essentially he was drunk he was speeding people kept trying to tell him that they wanted to drive he wouldn't let anybody else drive and ended up slamming them into the uh underside of this bridge near this rock wall and it just pretty much threw everybody out of the boat um He wasn't given a field sobriety test. He wasn't taken into jail. He was never booked. Uh, This led to speculation that he had received special treatment owing to his family connections. The judge denied a a prosecutorial request that he wear an alcohol monitor. Because even while he was awaiting trial, he was drinking. They talked about that. He was still drinking. He was still getting pulled over by. He was still driving drunk. He would get pulled over by the cops multiple times. Um, He, that night, when the cops come, he kept telling them to call his grandpa before his grandpa died. That was always the one that would pull him out of trouble. That was this was Alex Murrock's father. Um, they, yeah, he did get taken, apparently, and then at the hospital, he was so drunk that he was actually being obscene to the, like, he was pulling his thing out and cussing at the nerves. I mean, he was acting so wild. He was so drunk, it was insane. Um... Mallory was missing. everybody was injured, and in court documents, Mallory Beach's family implicated Alex and Buster in providing alcohol to then underage Paul as of september of twenty twenty one Sled has investigated allegations that police may have pressured may have been pressured not to charge Paul. the family of Connor Cook, who was the other boy on the boat um. He filed a lawsuit claiming Alex had encouraged the Cook family to retain a longtime lawyer friend of Alex Corey Fleming, the one that was taking the money with him from Gloria Satterfield's uh, insurance policy, that crook, in order to orchestrate the protection of Paul. So if you were watching this play out on the documentary and there was all this hospital footage showing it, Essentially, Alex and his father, Paul's grandfather, were going around and telling everybody to say that it was Connor that was driving the boat and that they would have Corey Fleming, this buddy attorney, make sure that he get Connor off because they did not want Paul to take this charge. So they basically wanted him to lie. Um, they didn't give a good goddamn about this girl missing. Um, the police... I, I don't know how many things I've watched where the police is always the first person to call to tell you that either your child's missing mm-hmm. your child's dead or whatever. The cops never called her parents. No. Never. Never called her parents. Not even when they found her. It was one of the other kids' parents mm-hmm. that called in, in the middle of the night and told them. They weren't allowed to go anywhere near the boat, but Alex was. Mm-hmm. They couldn't go down at the boat. They were kept away. Um... Anthony Mallory's boyfriend said to the police that night, they said, they said, you know who that is? That's Alex Murdoch's son. Nothing's going to happen to him. He said that on camera. He, they caught him on the dash camera saying it, it was like, yeah. nothing's going to happen to him. So even all of his friends knew. Mm-hmm. you we know you guys know who that family is and you know just as much as we do that he's going to get away with this nothing's going to happen to him they didn't even book him when they took his yeah, photo no. like his they they didn't have him in prison jumpsuits they took it in the back hallway like he never spent one time in a cell ne- never pe- now listen i'm not saying he deserved to be murdered i don't th- he was well no he, was, he got his face blown off i mean that was brutal but like paul was no winner this kid had some fucking problems and that whole family has a lot of demons so i you know no excuse for what he did but kind of makes sense as to why he's drinking so much he's obviously trying to oh my god family's fucked up there's no yeah. love there's no love in a family like no. that i doubt they you know even his girlfriend said his mom was never affectionate to him his mom always favored buster over him she almost act like She didn't even want, that's wild to me, how you can be like, oh, I want this kid, but I don't want that kid. Like, bitch, what the fuck? Probably should have thought about that all the way back when you got pregnant.
0: Like, that, the Also, the man you had sex with is ugly as sin, but whatever. And you created two, oh, my God. You just mean copy-paste, (laughs) copy-paste.
1: My God.
0: You really fucking did.
1: I mean, just boom, boom, and that was it. Um, so the family did file a wrongful death case that began to unravel Alex Murdoch's cr- criminal investigate criminal enterprise. So that was the other thing. It was her family bringing on this lawsuit that started to expose uh, all of Alex's financial uh, information that led into his financial wrongdoings. So literally within days of uh, now, since he's been convicted, we can't say allegedly anymore, of killing his wife and his son on June 7th, A judge had scheduled a hearing on June 10th to consider a motion to compel Murdoch to turn over his financial information. And likewise, Maggie had hired a forensic accountant to review the family finances. So literally because Paul did this, everything that Alex had been trying to cover up was all going to unravel. Everything. He's like,
0: you know what? I'm just gonna kill you guys. All the money you stole,
1: all the drugs, everything. This was it was all about to fall apart. He got three days, three days before they were gonna request all this, and then they
0: wind up murdered.
1: I don't know. Kind of wild. It's
0: so funny to me too that he never thought in a million years someone would be like, mm, "That's kind of sus." Why would he ever? Then again, he's a fucking idiot. That whole family
1: got away with everything. Why would he have ever thought for a second? At that point, people like that, the level of narcissism, you are invincible. Yeah. You are invincible. Mm-hmm. You're right. Because didn't we just say we these are just the murders that they've talked about? Yeah. We don't know.
0: We don't know How many
1: other people? You don't think I think for a second that they that this family, Buster, Paul, or Alex weren't involved with other people's deaths or other wild shit that's gone on in that town in that part of the South Carolina? I wouldn't doubt it for a second. I truly believe that Alex Murdoch believed that he was absolutely invincible. That because of his I think family, he still does. He was in even though I he's still in prison. Don't think. Let me tell you something. Once he exhaust, I, I have a. I really feel so strongly about this thought that I would ever. Wish, I don't. You know. Even as terrible as a person, he is. Uh, I really, I don't wish this, but I really think once he's exhausted to all, all appeals and he ultimately accepts that this is his fate and he's going to be in prison for the rest of his life, he's going to kill himself.
0: Probably. Because he's not. He's not built for that life. Yeah. He's still very much in denial, I would say. He's not going to put
1: up with being in there. No. That's, mm He's gonna they're they're gonna he's gonna peel the fuck out of this. Oh, he yeah. does not he absolutely doesn't believe that he no. He he nope, I didn't do this, didn't do this, didn't do this. Said that all the way up to the sentence like I didn't do this. I did not kill my wife, I did not kill Paul Paul. That was the nickname he had for him. And he kept saying that over and over and over. I respect this courtroom, but I did not kill Maggie and I did not kill Paul Paul. He kept saying that. I'm so like, are you trying believe- to convince
0: yourself or are you trying I, to convince I, everybody else? I feel like he's
1: trying to, I mean, I, I don't, <laughs> I, I think is, I think if you just think that if you keep saying it enough times, it, it's going to be true. I that, That's yeah, how narcissists, absolutely. that's how narcissists work. If, if I just, if I tell myself that this is the way it really happened, then that's the way it really happened. It's a flat out lie. Well, yeah. But if I tell myself enough, then it really happened. I, I mean, it's just wild. It's, it's just
0: crazy. So on September 3rd of 2021, Alex resigned from the uh, law firm after PMPED, which is the law firm, correct? That's just a thing. Right. Key. I mean, I guess we could just now refer
1: to them as the Parker Law Firm because once he once uh, yeah, the Parker, they were renamed the Parker Law Group once okay. uh, Murdoch and the other two were uh, attorneys were fired. So you just call them Parker Law Firm. firm, firm, After
0: the firm confronted him over his years of suspected embezzlement. According to the New York Times, the amount involved was in the millions. Not shocking. From this point forward, Alex Murdoch's house of cards began to collapse, and the case became a national sensation, making regular mainstream headlines. On September 4th, Alex was allegedly shot in the head while changing a tire on a rural road. He claimed a truck slowed down, shot him, and drove away. The injury was superficial, and he was released from the hospital soon after. On September 6th, Alex released a statement saying he was entering a rehabilitation facility in Orlando, Florida for substance abuse treatment. If you guys did not know this, he is a huge drug addict. Like, very bad drug addict to the point where Paul was even trying to help him, like, help keep him away from drugs. Um, On September 14th, SLED announced that Alex's former client and distant cousin, Curtis Edward Smith, who had also been Alex's source for oxycodone addiction. He had the
1: nickname uh, Bubba. He was mentioned, I think, even in court, and um, I don't remember which documentary, but that was a nick. He was, uh, if anybody had heard that, he was given that nickname. Curtis was, uh, it was either it was Curtis Bubba Smith.
0: He had this nickname with everybody around the town. Um, he had been arrested for having conspired with Alex to kill him on the roadside shooting, so that his. Remaining son, Buster, would receive a $10 million life insurance payout. Smith was charged with assisted suicide, aggravated assault and battery, and insurance fraud. Alex, suffering from massive depression and wanting to kill himself, admitted to concocting assisted suicide as a murder scheme. Alex was motivated by a mistaken belief that his son, Buster, would not receive the insurance money if Alex committed suicide himself. I personally don't
1: even think it's so much that. I think he was trying to set Curtis Smith. I think he was trying to set him up to take the ultimately take the fall for him killing I think that too. Paul and Maggie. Yeah, I think that too. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't think it was so much that he that he felt this and and if he really felt felt depressed and wanted to kill himself it was because he couldn't live with what he did but i don't think that was it i don't think he wanted to kill himself i don't think there no. was any of that i think that he wanted to ultimately find a way to pin this not only did he try to shoot me he killed my wife and my son i think he was trying to find the scapegoat oh and, for sure so you know, he can get away with it like bad enough i'm gonna go down for all this other financial stuff You know, I'm not going to go down for my wife and son. Yeah, I'm not going to go down for
0: that. Attorney Justin Bamberg represents eight people from whom he says Alex Murdoch stole money while serving as their lawyer. He later said the total number of Murdoch victims might have actually been between 30 and 50, and the total amount stolen could be as high as about 20 million. According to the island packet, it is unclear where the money went. The first case involved Gloria Satterfield, Alex Murdoch's housekeeper, who died in a fall on his property in 2018, which we discussed. Satterfield's two sons were awarded a settlement of $3.4 million, but by 2021, they had not received any of that. Alex Murdoch was charged with two felonies related to the missing money. Hakeem Pickney was a deaf African-American man involved in a 2009 traffic accident that required permanent life support. They talked about this on Discovery Plus One. Murdoch personally represented the Pickney family in a... I'm sorry. I, knew.
1: <laughs> I was <laughs> waiting. I was waiting to say
0: bless you. I was like, oh, it went away. You. Okay. I was like, I am so sorry. I paused so hard. Um... He represented the Pickney family in a lawsuit against the manufacturer of the tires on the vehicle. The family was awarded a settlement. In 2011, Pickney died at a care facility after his ventilator was, according to a Pickney lawyer, mysteriously unplugged. Murdoch's law firm handled a wrongful death lawsuit against the care facility. Murdoch allegedly introduced Pickney's family to Russell Uh, Laffity. Laffity, Laffity, Laffity. Laffity, the CEO of Palmetto State Bank to manage the Pickney finances due to the size of the settlements. The Pickneys received some money, but an estimated 800,000 to 1,800,000 to 1 million went missing. In January of 2022, the board of Palmetto State Bank fired Laffity. I keep wanting to say Lafayette.
1: <laughs> it's a weird name.
0: Lafferty. after allegations came to light that he was involved with Murdoch to defraud Pickney. The board is composed mostly of the Lafayette. Laffity. I here's another one. I swear. This
1: guy gets fired, and the whole family found this bank in 1907.
0: So here's another yep. family. Just uh, Blondell Gray was killed in an ambulance crash in 2012, according to Bamberg. Gray's family is owed more than 112 thousand dollars, and the money was stolen by Murdoch. Sandra Taylor was a Buford woman killed by a drunk driver in Colleton County in 2019. Indictments show Murdoch reportedly told Taylor's mother she would only receive thirty thousand as a settlement, when that figure was over hundred and eighty thousand dollars. And think about how many of these people were just like, "Oh, well, I trust my lawyer," because they have no
1: idea, right? That's they have shitty. no, they have no idea, and he's just like, "Oh, I can just skim a little bit; it's no big deal," and got away with this for so long. Um, so as far as charges, lawsuits and sanctions, um, and this is going to get more into the, uh, oh shoot, I almost lost my place. Um, okay. Um, and as of March of this year, this month, this year. Alex Murdoch has faced a total of 102 grand jury criminal charges relating to financial fraud and drugs. There were three charges from the Hampton County grand jury and 99 from the state grand jury. He is also a defendant in three separate lawsuits. He has been disbarred, he has had his assets seized, and he is currently incarcerated for two consecutive life sentences for the murders of his wife and his son. Um, We did go over that... uh, the Murdoch family were defendants in the wrong for wrongful death suit filed by uh Mallory Beach's family. Um and then going into the actual murders of Maggie and Paul. So, on June seventh, twenty 2021, Alex called police from his cell phone at 10.06 p.m., saying that he had discovered the bodies of his 22-year-old son, Paul, and 52-year-old wife, Maggie, near the dog kennels at the family's uh, Moselle estate. Both had been shot multiple times and with different weapons. Alex initially reported at the time of the killings, around 9, that it was later determined that he had been visiting with his mother, who had dementia. It's a great alibi because she ain't gonna know or remember whether you were there or not. Um, at the time of the murders, Maggie was estranged from Alex and living away from from him at their beach home. Investigations revealed that weeks earlier, Maggie had consulted a divorce lawyer in Charleston to discuss ending her marriage. Police reports indicated that Alex had called her to meet him at the lodge. He also proposed that the two of them would travel together from there to see his father, Randolph who was terminally ill. Maggie, that that was the grandfather that I mentioned earlier. Uh, Maggie did not want to go to the lodge and suggested that they meet in a public place. She had texted a friend saying that Alex sounded fishy and like he was up to something. Nevertheless, at his insistence, she did drive to the lodge. After parking her car at the house, she walked up to the dog kennels where she found Paul dead. And this is where Maggie... Or this is where she found Paul. Sorry, he was still alive at the time. And this is where Maggie and Paul's bodies were later found. Um, October of 2021, it was revealed that SLED had regarded Alex as a person of interest in the homicides from the start. A South Carolina law ma- lawmaker described SLED chief Mark Keel as a straight arrow. who wanted to have an airtight case. He knows he's up against the good old boys who will bury him if he gets the tiniest thing wrong and he's not dropping anything until he's absolutely sure. In July of 2022, the Colton County Grand Jury issued an indictment charging Alex with two counts of murder and two counts of possession of a weapon during the commission of the violent crimes in the deaths of Maggie and Paul. The indictment says that Alex shot his wife with a rifle and then saw, shot Paul with a shotgun. Sources close to the investigation said that high-velocity blood spl- blood spatter on Alex's clothing, as well as cell phone footage, uh, it was... Paul Snapchat, I think yeah, it was, that they mm-hmm. got Paul's voice in the background. Alex's voice. Or Alex's voice, rather. Prosecutors suggested a motive where Murdoch sought a distraction from his financial crimes, which were beginning to go public and to garner sympathy. Ultimately, the murder served as Murdoch's means to shift the focus away from himself and buy himself some additional time to try and prevent his financial crimes from being uncovered, which, if revealed, would result in personal, legal, and financial ruin. At the time, he pleaded not guilty. Which is so funny to me.
0: You know, just go kill your wife and son to give you some more time.
1: That's fucked up. I think he really had a plan that he thought he was going to be able to cover this all up and get away with I mean, it. true, yeah. He really, yeah. really did. And then just six days ago on March 2nd, Alex Murdoch was convicted. And on March 3rd, he was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Um... We did already go through everything with Curtis Smith and the uh, murder-for-hire situation. Um, As far as the embezzlement charges go, uh, November of 2021, the state grand jury issued five indictments against Murdoch on 27 charges of embezzlement and other crimes, including breach of trust, fraudulent intent, money laundering, computer crimes, and forgery. The victims were... Thomas Moore, a patrol officer; Dion Martin, Gloria Satterfield, the housekeeper, and Manuel Santis Cristiani. Altogether, the fraud amount was close to 4.8 million dollars, resulting in 88 criminal charges. On December 9th of 2022, or 2021 rather, an additional 21 criminal charges were filed connected to an alleged scheme that sought to defraud victims of more than six million dollars. January 21st, of 2022, the state grand jury issued a further 23 criminal charges, which include 19 breaches of trust with fraudulent intent and four counts of criminal crimes. The indictments alleged that he stole more than 2.6 million dollars from clients Natasha Thomas, Arthur Badger, Deon Martin, and the family of, of Hakeem Pickney. On March 6th, 16th of 2022, the state grand jury issued a superseding indictment against Murdoch and Corey Fleming that includes and remember he was he was. All that with Connor Cook and Mallory and all that. Yeah. Um, that includes four new charges against Murdoch related to an alleged scheme to defraud multiple insurance company in the course of surreptitiously delivering to Murdoch a share of the pro- uh, proceeds. A further round of superseding indictments against Murdoch were issued in April of 2022 involving four charges of conspiring with Russell uh, Loplin. Uh,
0: Lafayette that we mentioned before. I'm sorry I've got you saying Lafayette now. No, yeah, I'm saying it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Lafitte. Uh, it, I swear when you just glance at it, it
1: looks like Lafayette. And former attorney Corey uh, Fleming, on August 19th of 2022, the state grand jury issued a new round of indictments against Murdoch, Spencer Roberts, and Jerry Rivers. Murdoch was indicted on nine charges related to the death theft I'm sorry, of $295,000 from his brother, and his old law firm. The indictments indicated he may have sold nearly $8.8 million for more than a dozen people. The indictments alleged the crimes went all the way back to 2011. He got away with this for over 10 years. He would secretly negotiate a settlement, then pay them only enough that would make them content, and then he would steal the rest. His clients were usually minorities who were not well-off. Of course, they were. They included an injured state trooper, family friends, a deaf man, an immigrant, minors. Murdoch allegedly used money orders given to an unnamed family member to help money launder. Although some of the amounts to Fleming and Lafitte overlap as to the alleged amounts for Murdoch, the state grand jury indicted Fleming on 23 charges of schemes to defraud victims over $3.7 million. And Russell had 21 charges against him for schemes defrauding victims of over $1.8 million.
0: They fucked everybody all the I pieces. just can't. Absolutely ridiculous. It so long.
1: Um, in September of 2021, Murdoch gave broad powers of attorney to Buster, including the power to sell and dispose of his assets, which Buster proceeded to do. The Mosell property that was the scene of the murders was rebranded as Cross Swamp Farm, listed for $3.9 million, and the beach house that Maggie was staying in before she was murdered was placed on the market for $920,000. On November 1st, a judge ordered Murdoch the Murdoch assets frozen. Buster and Alex sought to overturn it, saying they had no food to pay for food, medical, insurance, and utilities. Yeah, that's why they got Buster on camera in Vegas gambling. Yeah. Right. Got no it. money. No money. Murdoch's Uh, assets were placed into a receivership created because evidence suggested that the Murdoch family was moving and hiding, so the whole family, (laughs) was moving and hiding money from potential creditors, including multiple plaintiffs. The family and attorneys have been trying to unwind the receivership in civil court. Good luck with that. Um, October 14th of 2021, concurrent with his release from the drug rehab in Orlando, Murdoch was taken into custody by SLED, the South Carolina Law Enforcement Division, on the two felony counts of obtaining property by false pretenses in Gloria Satterfield's case. He had been given a $7 million... $7 million bail on on the fraud charges, and he couldn't pay that, remained in prison. After being charged uh, with murders of Maggie and Paul, he he was denied bail entirely. He uh, currently has been held... At the Alvin Glenn Detention Center in case you want to write him a letter. Um <laughs> just write a big fuck you. Just just Yeah, just just a fuck you spit on the paper and you know, nail that off to him. Uh in June of twenty twenty-two, Alex was indicted on two counts by the state grand jury related to conspire conspiring with uh Curtis Smith to purchase and distribute narcotics um as part of the money laundering scheme. Gotta love my cat. Two queen. <laughs> million dollars in stolen money. The indictment alleges that Murdoch and Smith had used hundreds of illegal transactions to facilitate the acquisition and distribution of illegal obtained narcotics in several counties starting in 2013. Oh my god, I don't... How did he have enough time in the day to do this? (laughs) How? He's had so
0: much time for drugs and stealing and... I mean, it's just wild. Um, This was his job, if you think about it. This ultimately was his job. (laughs)
1: He, he instead made of being his money. an actual lawyer, he just frauded in the and, and murdered people. Um, in July of 2022, <laughs> he was disbarred. <laughs> um, I'm so sorry. There was also Forge Consulting announced that they would file a lawsuit against Alex and Bank of America because they stated that they suffered serious harm to their business and reputation and credibility because of Murdoch and Bank of America. They alleged that Murdoch set up a fake account using their brand and name, taking millions of dollars from clients and colleagues, and further blames Bank of America for not doing their due diligence to detect it. I mean, you'd think that'd be something you'd look into, Bank of America. I mean, you're big enough that I think you would have looked into that. Um, I did mention Manuel uh, Cristani. He Again, he was the immigrant from Mexico, that there um, is a lawsuit named against him, the bank, and the law firm. And then, to wrap it all up, tax evasion!
0: Wow! You would think... December of
1: 2022, Alex (laughs) Murdoch was indicted on nine charges of evading nearly half a million dollars in state income taxes. And the indictment reflects that he stole nearly $7 million meant for the law firm's bank accounts and failed
0: to pay taxes. Huh! You wouldn't think a man like that would not want to pay taxes. Really? Stealing all that money and not paying any taxes on it.
1: Oh my God. So, literally, guys, that, that literally, I mean, if you, if you, after going over all of that, it literally seems like for the last 10 years 10, 12, 15 years, it became Alex Murdoch's job to launder money, to defraud the government, to not pay taxes to take as much money as he possibly could from clients that he was supposed to be protecting. So did other members of the law firm. So did the bank that he had been working with that was family owned for over a hundred years and covered up some murders. So
0: that sounds absolutely exhausting. And excuse
1: me if I don't feel sorry for Buster, not one red cent, no pun intended. I was
0: going to say, is that a pun? Because he's right now.
1: I, I have no, I, I, I have don't even feel sorry for the fact for that he's
0: ugly as hell. Sorry, not sorry.
1: I have no sympathy for him. I have no sympathy Nothing. for
0: that family. Um, The only little sympathy that I have for Buster is I'm sorry that you grew up with shitty fucking parents, man. Like, I'm genuinely sorry that you had to actually, like, I don't want to say follow in your family's footsteps, but I'm sure that his dad has made him feel like he has to. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think he even under. Who even knows what's going through Buster's head? Because he's not completely innocent. I fully believe that he was involved with the murder of Stevenson. I believe that he did too. He didn't do it himself.
0: Um, if he didn't do it, he was there. That's how. That's I, don't what think I think. Him,
1: I don't think him or Paul knew how to function like real people. No. You, know, you, you have two parents that essentially really did. Didn't raise you or do anything for you. They just sort of showed up to show that they cared because they were part of the town. I mean, I know they have they have all these pictures of them going fishing, all these sporting events, all these different events. They have all these family <clears> pictures. <throat> you don't think that
0: that's for show? That's mm-hmm. not genuine. I'd say nine that times out of show. ten, they probably just gave them money and said go do whatever. They were a want.
1: rich family. They. You know, and I'm sure they did things together, but it was never, you know, and the fact that somebody, when you have to drink that, you are drinking away demons when you have to drink that much. When you have to drink to the point that you are damn near blackout drunk, that you become violent and incoherent and just completely out of your mind, that is, yeah.
0: Yeah you're you're trying to numb yourself, about yeah, life. anybody
1: that's ever when you have to go that far into an addiction, this isn't about pleasure. this is about you you are you're trying to really you're you are trying that oh God, no, gotta cover that up, gotta cover that up. gotta cover that up, yeah, yeah. you're fighting demons, literal demons. that whole family was just
0: engulfed by them, yeah, so. I mean, Alex was a demon. <laughs> he was his own demon. You know, and he wasn't
1: there at the time that Gloria died. Uh, Paul and Maggie were, but uh, Maggie actually saw it happen. So it almost makes me think, and remember people in town, were, we called her Maggie Murder. Instead of Maggie Murdoch, there was a guy, I don't know if it was that Netflix one or... So as of now, there are currently three... Uh, television documentaries that are out about this. There was one on HBO Max called "The Murdoch Dynasty." There's one called "The Murdoch Murders: Deadly Dynasty" on Investigation Discovery, which is Discovery Plus. And then the one more recently that was just released on Netflix is called "Murdoch Murders: A Southern Scandal." They pretty much all. I don't. I'm not sure if I watched the the HBO one, but I know for sure I watched the Discovery Plus and the Netflix one, and they pretty much. All tell the same story pretty well. They pretty much wrap every everything up as far as Gloria Satterfield, Stephen Smith, uh, all of Alex's doings, Mallory Beach's unfortunate death. Um, they pretty much went over uh, everything in, in both of those pretty clearly. Um, but yeah, I I just you know it it wasn't even so, I I can see why this has been so huge, uh, especially in the true crime community and court cases and everything. Because, I mean, this go- th- this goes so far beyond. If I mean, even if it was just the murders of Paul and Maggie, that would be one thing. But Mallory's death, Gloria's death, Stephen's death, millions and millions and millions and dollars and embezzled and taken from from people the drugs the So wild case the Murdoch dynasty for real falling I mean it's about damn time oh listen as Lizzo said,
0: um it's about it was too, it was too fucking long. And I'm a minute, I'm gonna need a cinnamon roll. A cinnamon. Actually that sounds really good right every now.
1: Every time I, every time I even think about cinnamon rolls that my dad always makes them for breakfast. I'll go down to his house. There'll be like a couple of leftover on the and then and immediately I'm like I'm I literally I'm have a goosebumps
0: cinnamon. right now. cinnamon rolls are talking amazing. about cinnamon rolls. They're amazing. <laughs> they really are they're,
1: ama- they're amazing. Remember I told you last year on my birthday Me and my husband stopped at that gas station and I bought a single from a gas station.
0: I've done that. Fuck yeah, I did. Yeah, you did.
1: That was my birthday present. That was to me. Ate that whole bitch in the car on the way home. Amen. It was incredible. Amen. Everything that I had wished and hoped that it could have ever been, it was. It really was. (laughs) For y'all out there that know, you know. You just know. Bless. So guys, um, I'm, I'm happy we talked about this tonight. Uh, you know, it's just, it's all over the place between the documentaries, court TV, covering the entire trial. My dad watched every day of, um, we, I just, I felt like we needed to jump on this and talk about it. I really, um, I think I've only seen a handful of other podcasts even talking about this right now. Um. I had been wanting to talk about it, but I didn't want to do. I really didn't want to do anything until the verdict actually came in. I was really, really waiting for the verdict to come down before we even, yeah, you know, decided to talk about this at all because it was just, it's just too wild of a case, and you didn't want to keep saying allegedly until it actually came down. And we, nope, nope, allegedly, you did it. The, allegedly, the, the the jury said you did it, so you you know, um, and. You know, however, people want to say, I know there was a lot of controversy to the fact that there really wasn't any physical evidence except for the blood splatter that it was mostly circumstantial evidence. Um, the Snapchat, the cell phone pings, the I, but I, I think you just take whatever it is. I, I think even with all that being said, for whatever it set, for whatever it is, Alex Murdoch and this whole family, this whole this whole madness just needed to come to an end. It, it, it's horrible that two people had to be brutally murdered to bring all of this to an end, but the, the Well whole it kind of thing... makes me wonder what Buster's gonna be up to. <clears throat> Apparently he has a girlfriend and still lives in South Carolina. So does he really have a girlfriend, or are they just roommates? I mean, you know, they say and that she's he's all the girlfriend. for show. They say that he's that she's the girlfriend because they're always out walking their dog together, and they live together. And I'm like, that says nothing. That says nothing to me. That boy is closeted. He is he he is in such a giant closet. He's in Mariah Carey's closet. He is in <laughs> <laughs> the biggest if anybody remembers that episode of crib she did and her closet was literally the size of my entire house um right buster is in the biggest closet known to man yes he's it's it's a bunker sized it's a closet, closet. that that he isn't he because
0: i'm over here like she's just her show he's come not the fuck he's, on oh he will never come out oh, no, oh, there's no way. oh my god no
1: Oh, God, no. Are you kidding me? Oh, there's no way. Oh, no. Not families like, oh,
0: mm mm-mm. Nope. He'll probably, he's probably rather die. He would rather die. He's probably paying her to uh, be his girlfriend.
1: Yeah, because you think you want me to believe for a second that he doesn't have any money? I don't have any money. Fuck off, Buster. Yeah, you do, Buster. That's just Awful right there that you look like that and your name's buster i'm i'm sorry i'm sorry just for Why? that because he
0: looks busted
1: because he looks busted because he, does. he I'm, does that's what i'm saying i was like i feel so this is terrible he just looks like he has bad breath for you. <laughs> that whole you know what they look like they look like every wrong they've done caught up to them and it's all on their faces yeah mm-hmm. when you just keep putting that much evil out in the world and it just physically just physically and literally smacks you in the face to the point that all that ugly you've put out in the world has smacked. now you ugly. now you're ugly, now, you're like, ugly. Thi- now people can see the physical ugly like
0: genuinely looking at alex's face like during that trial i'm like paul was cute too and that girlfriend he had was
1: beautiful I'm like, you got the nerve to be hitting this girl as ugly as your ass is Boy,
0: if you don't, I will give. I mean, it to I am not
1: supposed to speak, speak ill of the dead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm I will sorry, give it to Paul.
0: He was cuter than Buster. He wasn't. That's literally about all I can tell you, and that's not giving you a very no, good comparison. Really. Buster was a literal copy paste of Alex. <laughs> I swear. Mm-hmm. Oh God. And they shaved Alex's head. Did you see I that? That I was
1: terrible. When he was, Whoa. I literally
0: said he looks terrifying. <laughs>
1: I can't even look at pictures of him now. I know. I can't. He's looks, scary looking. Oh, my God.
0: Anyway. I'm going to have nightmares. Yeah, about now we're again. both going to have nightmares. I'll
1: just get on TikTok. We'll just both get on TikTok. Send me as many Pedro Pascal TikToks as you can.
0: I have so many. So I'll.
1: That's so many. We're going to put Pedro Pascal in our brains. Everybody wants to dream about him. You're you're a lesbian.
0: I'm you? a lesbian. and I'm like, God damn, he's hot. Him. He's hot. I give Alex it to him. He's um, cute as hell. He and he does love to carry important children. He Good is. for him. Good? Yes. He does. Great father. Last of Us
1: and the Mandalorian. He's man.
0: not even actually perfect. their father. He's just a perfect father figure. This is why he's daddy, apparently. Uh, yeah. Daddy? Daddy? Even when sorry. he was daddy. asked. sorry. He was it's, asked who... The biggest mommy and the biggest daddy was. He said the biggest mommy was Sarah Paulson. Yes. I can... That's correct. I concur. Biggest I can daddy, Oscar Isaac. Kind of... Kind of... I, 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 I see where he's coming from with that. Mm-hmm. I see where he's coming mm-hmm. from. Also agree. See, over also here, I'm agree. like, mom and dad to me or Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga. But also, Same. I, you know... Same. <laughs> milf and delf
1: of the horror community yes very much so yes anyway so yes if we're i trying to cross- we're trying to put good thoughts into your heads guys <laughs> so I'm we're all not dreaming about alex Murdoch tonight we're just trying to put anything else Think of Patrick Wilson. Think of Pedro Pascal. Think of anybody <laughs> also, else. Also, I would You're just Monica, like to Boston, anybody
0: else. But I would just like to personally say, I know you haven't started watching it yet because emotionally it would destroy you. But if yes, you guys are, Gus sleeping. I have been
1: through quite a bit of grief, so we're taking our time before we watch anything that has to do with a lot of death and sadness. Okay, we're just gonna we're gonna put a pin in that, and we'll come back to it at another time because I do appreciate the fandom not putting spoilers out every single episode. But lately, I am, I'm loving this that nobody has been spoiling. I love it. Very much appreciate I
0: honestly that. think I might know why. It is exact to the game. Yeah. And the people, most, most of the people who are watching it have played the game. Right. So it's not really a surprise to us. We're just kind of like, oh, that's cool. They kept that in there. Oh, this is a little bit different. Oh, oh okay. the, you know, whatever. That's good. <clears throat> but um, the last episode that just came out I cannot fucking wait to watch because listen guys if you've been sleeping on this show I I know The Witcher was actually a really good I heard a lot of people say that was a good adaptation of the of the of the game I didn't play the game my husband did he was
1: so happy he he thoroughly enjoyed The Witcher
0: he I think this so is better happy. I don't know I don't know I think it's to do with the acting I think it's the mm-hmm. cast I think it's the writers it's so beautifully written, and the fact that they're not veering too far off, most everything is exact. Um, and they hurt you every episode. They hurt yeah. you. It, it, it doesn't. It's like you, as soon as they're like, "Look these these new characters," and you're like, "All of the people who's played the games, like, yeah, yay!" And then everybody's like, "Look, I can't wait to see their adventure."
1: I can appreciate though that they're making it. For people that I I appreciated that with The Witcher, and I think I think anytime you're going to get any mainstream success on things like that, you have to appeal to everybody. So yeah, your loyal fan base are the ones that you definitely want to make happy. They're the mm-hmm. ones that are always going to come back, but you want to make it universal for everyone.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, and they've made it to the point where even if you didn't play the games, it's very. You understand. You understand what's going on. It's very good with the information, which I think is absolutely fantastic. So
1: hopefully some point before the end of this year, my husband and I will be able to watch it. If not, it's fine. It's there. We'll watch it. (laughs) Well, I'm here
0: to tell you season two doesn't get better, so...
1: But I think that anybody that... I, I do agree as much as I've been hearing. I think if you can handle it to watch it, it's a very well well written show it's gotten a lot of critical acclaim and it it's it's deserving i loved and apparently like... pedro pascal is like the golden goose when it comes to that have you heard that thing he's never been on a show or any, any nothing that's ever gotten like anything less than a 99 or 100 percent rotten tomato like he's always like game of thrones the mandalorian like everything that he touches is fucking gold.
0: I feel like he's one of those actors that people just kind of sleep on. They don't think about him very often. But, like, watching The Last of Us has just shown his, his acting skills are mm-hmm. just absolutely incredible. And the girl that plays Ellie, a lot of people didn't I like loved that. Him, um, I, I loved him on Narcos. I thought he was amazing.
1: I loved... Narcos made me want to learn spanish like really bad because i was reading on subtitles which was totally fine with me because i don't mind that but it's oh god there's just something about when you watch certain programming that's that's in its own native language and it Mm -hmm. sounds so beautiful and dare i say even makes the series or
0: the movie even better oh yeah I refuse to it watch like English dub. I swear. It like I sets swear. the tone. It like mm-hmm. sets
1: the tone of where it is because they're sp- because they're not. They're I not refuse to watch English. It's like no, this this wouldn't even make sense that they would be speaking mm-hmm. English. You're in, you know, you're in Medellin or you're in Colombia. Like they would not fucking be speaking English. They would. Pablo mm-hmm. Escobar would be speaking like you know, <laughs> be speaking fucking Spanish. You wouldn't right. So it just yeah all praise paper pascal
0: yes we love him and you know i was i was kind of leery of the girl that played ellie at first i knew her from from game of thrones and she was like 11 i think when she was in that She Um, still looks like she's 11 she really fucking does but like people were really upset that she played ellie because of her looks And she is a different looking. She's interesting looking. But she's so fucking cute. Come on. Like, and for second of all, if you watch the show, her acting is absolutely... She's Ellie. Like, she's 100% sassy, fucking witty, comeback Ellie. And she does it so amazingly. And I love the fact that the girl who does voice Ellie plays her mom. Like, come on. Like, they have the people that were involved in the game involved in the show. And that's why it's so important. Like, Ashley, I've heard about that. I've been hearing that. Ashley Johnson, who have voiced Ellie originally, plays Ellie's mom in the show. And I love that. So if you're sleeping on the show, please watch it. Also, trigger warning, there is pedophilia in the last episode. Oh, um, God. But if you've played the game, you know that's coming. Um, if you haven't played the game, trigger warning there is pedophilia. And it's so funny because I saw a TikTok that said, Isn't it hilarious that even in the end of the world, the scariest person on earth is an incredibly religious, straight, cis, white man that's a pedophile <laughs> whose name is David? Oh.
1: <laughs> oh, no, I love that name. No.
0: I love that name. Dale. And actually, fun fun fact... I'm giving you a different the,
1: name. The guy
0: who plays Dale.
1: His... I hate that name. His name is Dale. From Dale name. face. Dale. I'm
0: calling him Dale because I hate that name. So there you go. Dale. <laughs> Dale. That's what the name is now. The guy who plays his right-hand man in the show voiced Joel originally. So, you know, it's kind of cool how they do shit like that. But yeah, so I just wanted to plug that show real quick. But um. So anyway...
1: Guys, we are going to be talking about, listen, I don't, I cannot even believe we've never talked about these movies. I know, I don't right? don't care how fucking cheesy they are. I <laughs> love them. They hold such a special place in my heart. They are just the beauty of 90s nostalgia, especially in horror at that time. Um, and apparently, rumor mill that there's going to be another one. And that Freddie Prince Jr. and Jennifer Love Hewitt are going to be involved, if you don't know what you're talking about by now. It is I Know What You Did Last Summer, and it's sequel. I still know what you did last summer. We are going to be talking about it. And hey, Netflix, get the fucking sequel, <laughs> right? What the hell? <laughs> I had to rent it from the library. <laughs> Not that I don't appreciate everybody supports your library, but come the fuck on how are you going to have the first movie and not the sequel on the same streaming platform? I have a beef. I love you, Netflix, but that is beef for me. A lot of these streaming How many streaming services, services have
0: the sequels and not the original?
1: I don't... Why? I, that... Absolutely no sense whatsoever.
0: Is it... um? Which one is it that has every single Chucky movie but the first one? I'm like... What? what? No. Why? Why do you have all seven... Sorry, six sequels, but Let's you don't stop. have the first one?
1: Stop doing that.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> just don't do that. But yeah, I'm actually uh, kind of no knowing. Amazon made a... No. What? What is this? Ew. What is this? Okay, so apparently in 2021, and I didn't even know this happened. We're just going to act like this isn't even a thing. But in 2021, um, Amazon had an original program. They did a I Know What You Did last summer show.
0: Oh, yeah. I didn't watch that. Okay. Literally
1: one season... And I never heard anybody talk about it. So, we're just going to act like this didn't happen. Anyway. Uh, I actually forgot that happened. It didn't. Okay. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> it, <just> it doesn't <laughs> happen. In, in my world, it didn't happen. So, there you go. Um, but, yeah. There's been a lot of rumor mill going around about mm-hmm. uh, another
0: one. If those up. two are involved, I'm, I'm willing to give it a shot. I am always
1: on board if original cast members are brought back. I am... Always.
0: Unless you that. do what Texas Chainsaw Massacre did. Please stop. Um, so yeah. <laughs> we are going to be. In that case. That's a hard pass. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> so that's what we're going to be talking about next week. I am really excited. I am, It was hilarious going back and watching these. Mm-hmm.
0: Just I I forgot the second one. So
1: I forgot so much of the second one. I actually forgot more of the first
0: one that i did the second one i don't know if it's just because i love brandy so much that i saw the second one you're not the only person that said that they're like and what do you mean you forgot the second one that's Br- like brandy and i'm like i'm sorry
1: but there was there was so totally forgot that jonathan glecky was in it mm-hmm. totally from uh oh god what was the fucking show big bang theory if nobody knows uh, but literally, he's in like the first like 10 minutes of the movie and I'm like, what?
0: Damn. It's like when, yeah. you, when you go so, back and watch an old movie and you're like, what are you doing here? <laughs> I don't remember you here. So yeah.
1: But yeah, it was just cool. Like that, everybody then like Ryan Phillippe, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Freddie Prince Jr., Jennifer Love Hewitt, they were all at like the height of their careers and just everywhere at the time. So it, it would be... It would be really cool to see that come back, but
0: I'd be interested. I'd yeah. be. I'm. I'm not. Like, I'm willing excited. To give it. I'm I willing to give it a shot. But yeah, I'm willing to give it. Yeah. A shot.
1: because <laughs> this wasn't a franchise that I was like a huge fan of, but I thought it was. I thought it was done well enough that the first one and the sequel
0: were were pretty good. I think I didn't pretty, hate pretty them pretty by really, any means. No, no. And we're talking about like offshoot um, slasher films. I think they're actually pretty one of the greats. You know what I agree? Like offshoot slashers that didn't really go too far.
1: Well, and then I I like The Killer. Yeah. I like the, I, the you know, the we'll, backstory. Get, we'll, we'll get more into it next week, but I, I really like the premise and the backstory, which again, I, I forgot, like, I put so much of the first one out of my head <laughs> that I really enjoyed the premise and mm-hmm. the, the backstory to Same. The, to the killer. I really, really enjoyed that. Also, RIP to Anne Heche. Totally forgot Anne Haish was in the first. One. Yeah.
0: So it's going to be fun to talk about these next week. Way much of a fun, funner, funner, uh, category, um, topic than this week, which was chaos. <laughs> yeah, but, um, I, I'm,
1: I'm, I hope you guys enjoyed tonight. I am yes. really, really, really glad that we got to, uh, that we got to talk about. And if you haven't watched case. those
0: documentaries, definitely go watch them. Um, they're kind of hard. The the one on Netflix is only hard to watch really just because they talk to the kids, and they when they're rehashing it the pain you can just see the pain that they're reliving and, and it's very rides. sad oh boy and morgan it's very memorable. morgan's very sad and uh mallory's boyfriend anthony uh, anthony yeah, yeah. But anyway guys um of course you know we have all the socials i'm sorry i just realized i can see how you got that screwed up all three of those girls it was morgan miley and mallory mm-hmm. yikes right that's a lot they should have just been called M squared. There you go. No, M 30 cubed. Cubed. Yes, I like it. M cubed. I like it. <laughs> Sorry, I just got <laughs> no, to move you're my brain was like, wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> I actually thought about that when I watched it too. I was like, Miley, Mallory, and Mort Oh my god. <clears throat> um, you of course you guys know we have the socials. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All at DFWTO Podcast. Handle is DFWTO eight eight eleven. If you have any questions, concerns, or want to say hey, or have any suggestions for the podcast, please send us an email at dfwto8493 at gmail.com. And lastly, if um, you have any of the awesome platforms that we are on, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podbean, and iTunes, please give us a follow and subscribe, leave a review, let us know what you like, let us know what we don't you don't like. We can take all of it, it doesn't bother us. And um yeah, you always know when we put new episodes out and we will be back next Wednesday as per usual, as long as no one gets sick. As long <laughs> as there's no craziness. <laughs> We're good to go. And nobody gets sick. Please. Yeah. And um, go back and rewatch. watch uh, I Know What She Did Last Summer and I yeah. Still Know What She Did Last Summer, so you can be ready for next week's episode. And support
1: your library if you
0: can't find it. <laughs> and support your library if you can't find the second one. <laughs> or you
1: want to pay for it on Amazon
0: Prime. All up to you. <laughs> Alright, guys. Um thanks for all your support. Remember, stay safe or stay safe this week. And remember, don't fuck fuck with with the original. original. Go see Scream 6 tomorrow. Yep. Have fun. Bye, guys. Love you. Bye-bye. bye